Good morning and happy Picking Bones Tuesday to you, everyone. Congratulations on surviving another Monday. Man, this year is flying by. Uh, this coming week is the Iowa Deer Classic. I hope um, you guys have penciled in a time to make it out here this weekend. Um, I think it'll be a really, really good time. It was a lot of fun last year when I attended. And uh, honestly, I worked the event for my uh, my regular job, Hoxie Native Seeds. We have a booth. You should come and see us. It'll be booth number 345. And it's either in Hall B or C this year. It's a corner booth. I think it's close to like um, the concession stands and bathrooms area. Uh, so definitely come and stop by and say hi. Love to see you. Had a few fans come and do that last year. And it was just great to see them. And uh, I'd love to see you. So uh, make sure you come and stop by and say hi. I would really, really would appreciate that. But beyond that, Beyond the Iowa Deer Classic, as great as it is, I've been hearing some uh, uh, people wondering what it is they can do this time of year. I was listening to another podcast today, and that was kind of the whole first part of the discussion was, what do, you, what do I do with myself now that, that you know we're into this part of the calendar year? And, uh, you know, of course, me being the hopeless shed hunting addict that I am, I don't have any trouble wondering what to do. But I thought, you know what, just like the people talking on the podcast, maybe, you know, a lot of folks out there aren't that crazy about finding sheds. I just don't understand how not, how you're not, but you don't understand why I am. So it's it's totally fine to have different preferences on that. But I thought, you know what, for this pick and bones, maybe I'd come up with a good list. I write articles like this all the time. But um, I thought I'd do a, a podcast, a Pick and Bones episode on what it is you can do to get yourself through this part of the year when shed hunting is so far away, or sorry, when hunting season is so far away and, uh, you know, the weather is kind of, I mean, honestly, it's been a very warm February, so uh, it's kind of getting into that, that time of year where you, know, you may or may not uh, want to venture out. Um, but, uh, I thought, you know what, I'll just create a list here of, of some different categories and then an activity in each one of those categories. So here's my categories on things you can do this during this off season or this point in the off season. So my first category is chores. So I'm going to give you a chore to do then like outside and inside fun things to do, you know, work before play, then uh, learning a new skill, and then finally homework. So these are all the things, these are the categories that uh, I came up with, and I'm going to give you an activity for each one of those categories. So first of all, work before play. I know homework kind of comes at the end. Um, you know what? I'll just do homework second. So for your chore, this is like, you know, when you're a kid, you got to take out the garbage or, you know, do the dishes, whatever. And then you also have homework after that. And then you get to do the fun stuff. So we'll go that, we'll go that route. So first of all, uh, chores, the chore that we all need to do as hunters, as long as you, uh, use a firearm of some sort, 
is we need to clean those guns. We need to get them squeaky clean again, whether it's a muzzleloader, maybe it's a rifle, maybe it's a shotgun or a pistol. Get them cleaned up. Get, keep those barrels nice. Keep everything lubricated well and working well. Uh, when you go to use that, that firearm, that tool, in a future hunting season, you want to make sure when the moment of truth arrives, it's going to perform correctly because it's been well-maintained. So the first thing to do is clean your guns. And uh, I am now an affiliate advertiser for um, Tipton Gun Cleaning Supplies. I use the Tipton Gun Vice. I think they have like two or three different models. I can't remember which one mine is exactly, but I love it. Um, I used to always have to find some way of like rigging up. I think I used to use a... Uh, um, a shooting bench and that's, that worked okay, but definitely not as good as the, the Tipton gun vice. I would strongly recommend you grab one of those. You can find a link in these show notes. Um, but they make cleaning so much better. They have all kinds of like little, uh, dishes and stuff built into the frame of the thing. So you can put different parts and components and screws and, and whatnot into those little, those little uh, dividers so that you can easily find them when it's time to put the gun back together after you cleaned everything out. Yeah, total game changer. So check that out, but get going on cleaning your guns. You want those things working as they should. Keep those barrels in good condition. Uh, your homework. So I've got the chores done. Now it's time to get the homework done. Is tag application stuff. Um, so many people have big time hunting dreams but they always kick the can down the road. Oh, I'll get around to that later. I'll get around to that later. Well, that's fine for going on the hunt. Um, just don't do it too long or it won't happen. But it's not fine when it comes to needing to accumulate points so that you have good draws for a great tag that you really want. That doesn't require you to make much of a commitment at all other than money and a little bit of time. Uh, and you can take the time part out of it completely other than just telling him what it is you want to hunt and where you want to hunt it and what season and method to take and all that give that information to alex from east west hunts and he will take care of it for you and i'm just going to count this as the ad right now for east west hunts if you tell him that you heard about east west hunts on this podcast you'll save 10 percent off of off of that service but you got to get in the game now. If you wait and wait and wait, then those are lost years of points that could really help you draw a super desirable unit. Um, I'm looking at doing a um, rifle elk hunt this coming fall. And where I'm going to be doing that, it's going to be like winter. And if you want to go out west and hunt elk and you're not quite ready to put all on the line with using your bow and you think you might like to use a firearm, but you don't want to be hunting in the snow, especially because maybe you're a new time, uh, you know, a new elk hunter and you don't want to do that be in the winter weather by yourself. Cause you don't have a hunting buddy to bring with you. Then you're probably going to want to go down South to some of those more desirable States like Arizona or New Mexico and maybe do a firearm season there. And, uh, those are super desirable for a reason, and you're going to need a lot of points 
to draw some of those tags, especially I think some of the muzzleloader seasons. Um, Hunter McWaters from the Hunter's Quest, we interviewed him. He talked about the muzzleloader hunt that he did in New Mexico. The weather looked great, shot an awesome bull, and he said it was really, really hard to draw on that unit, and he was very lucky to draw when he did. So start doing the homework, get all your tag applications and bonus points purchased, and all your tag applications done, all that work, go through alex at eastwesthunts.com. Um, and, of course, you can find his link in the show notes. So we got the work done. Now it's time to get on to the play. So we can do outside and inside adventures. So we'll start with inside. Now, obviously, everyone can find stuff to occupy their time when they're inside. It's called TV, right? Netflix, Prime, Disney Plus, whatever it is, whatever that that viewing vice is, um, we can spend that time, right? Now, there's cotton candy ways to do that time, and then there's ways to like actually learn something. So, it's fine to watch a little tube, not too much, but a little bit. And by tube, I mean YouTube. Don't just settle for whatever you know standardized programming rolls your way on cable tv or streaming services go to youtube and look up some of the guys that i've hosted on this podcast through the years now there i could never name them all there's been so many through these 200 and i don't know 20 ish episodes that we've recorded it's possible to keep up with all of the different youtube channels however there are so many good ones out there um here's some that just came to mind uh, Rhode Island Whitetails. Think of um, Ryan and Dan. They were just on the podcast recently, make great content. Whitetail Addictions. We had Ryan Glitzky on here, did a fantastic job. Uh, great uh, listen, you know, number of listeners tuned into that one. Uh, Ryan is just a really solid guy with some great information. Um, East West Hunts. Alex just put up a new video on his uh, antelope hunt from this last year, and all of his clients tagged out um on the hunt so you can go and check out alex in action and some a bunch of his other clients and how they did on the hunt that alex planned for them so check out the east west hunts youtube channel extreme element outdoors had emmett on for picking bones last week talking about purchasing his own hunting property at the young age of 27 well, we're going to have a full-length episode with Emmett coming up this weekend. Go check out his channel called Extreme Element Outdoors. A lot of great shed hunting content on there, um, but also a lot of great hunting uh, uh, content as well. And then uh, the last one I have on my list here, Big Woods Bucks. Um, our buddy Brad Willie from uh, used to be White Mountain Buck Trackers, but now Big Woods Bucks with uh how blood uh just some great content there that you can go and check out get you excited about that unique way of hunting and there's again there's so many other channels out there you can view and enjoy um, these are just some of the first ones that come to my mind now can't stay inside forever got to get off the couch and get outside and you know what i'm going to tell you to do go shed hunting just went this weekend with um uh, my great friend Luke Fritch, we have found so many sheds together through the years, and uh, we went out, and this weekend did not disappoint. We didn't get to go for very long, but in the short amount of time that we had, we did find two sheds, And uh, but here's the funny thing. They were both old, 
Um, one was, I think, a year old, and the other one was probably two, maybe three years old. But they're both in really pretty good shape. Um, and uh, what that tells me is that there's still a lot of bucks carrying because the areas we searched historically, we found a lot of antlers, and there just weren't a lot yet. Um, Caleb, I know, has found a, a handful, a couple more than I have so far this spring. Um, I know some guys have really been killing it. They've been, they're over 30 antlers. Um, even saw a guy today that claimed to be over 40, which is just outstanding. Um, so there's definitely antlers on the ground, whether, you know, either old or, or fresh ones from this year, definitely get out there and go looking for them. You'll just thoroughly enjoy yourself. And if you're doing it right, you're going to learn a lot about deer and what they're doing during the late season and even look for some of their fall time sign like old scrapes uh rubs from this year um uh travel areas all that stuff will be super useful information to help scout for next year but yeah i still think we have the best days ahead of us i would imagine about 50 percent of the bucks are shed now but i just got a picture from a friend today of a monster who's still carrying both sides um, I just saw a buck a little over a week ago, really nice buck, carrying both sides. So stay at it. There's going to be more sheds hitting the ground every single day. All right, so those are the adventures. That's the fun, after the, the play that comes after the work. Now the next thing, <coughs> I'm going to encourage you to pick up a new skill. There's all kinds of new skills you can do out there, but the one I'm going to focus on right now, and some of you might already have this, is learn to be a good mechanic. Um, so often when we're hunting, we go into some really remote areas, and if you're to have some kind of vehicle problem while you're out there, the only option to get out might be through you know, fixing it yourself. So start watching. Again, you can maybe do some more YouTube. I strongly recommend the YouTube channel Vice Grip Garage. I've learned so much from that, and it, honestly, it makes me excited to work on stuff. I've been working on my uh, my ATV, um, fixing the brakes on it, and and fixing an exhaust leak, and I'm just excited to continue to, you know, apply some of those skills to some more things. And I got an old my old Camaro from high school that I'm gonna hopefully be able to spend some time working on this summer. Um, learn a new skill during the off season. You never know how valuable that could be for you down the road. Um, but mechanic work, I think that's probably something we could all, uh, benefit from learning. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. That's the list. So some, some ideas to help keep you busy. Um, don't forget always, always, always keep your priorities straight. Uh, my my i'm not going to tell you necessarily how you should do yeah i am i'm just going to tell you how i believe those priorities should align because this is how i do mine god family and everything else after that so you get those first two things right then the other the rest of the stuff will sort itself as it should um and uh you know what once once you got your first two priorities right you can enjoy all these other things 
that much more. So make sure you uh, look into making this a, a worthwhile off season. Uh, I did mention East to West hunts, but also don't forget this podcast is presented by Spartan Forge. I love Spartan Forge. Just had the Joel Pinson interview go up last week. Joel was such a good guy to talk to. I was just thinking of that today while I was listening. I was like, man, Joel just, he really hit it out of the park. He did such a good job. Great storyteller. Has great, good balance of humor and and just really uh, good descriptions of, of, his experience, of his experiences and honestly good viewpoints. Um, good self-aware man. First-gen hunter. A fellow first-gen hunter who's found all kinds of awesome success already. So uh, definitely go back and listen to that episode. But in that, he talked about how helpful Spartan Forge has been to him and how much he's enjoyed it. What a great testimony to uh, the the usefulness of that app. I use it literally like daily, I'm uh, whether it's uh, trying to find permission for sheds where there's marking places that I've seen while I'm out driving that I want to go back and maybe look at getting permission to either shed hunt or a regular hunt, um, as in bow hunt, uh, regular hunt. Wow. It's getting late. I'm getting tired. Um, and, uh, it's just a, such a good, good app to use. And like somebody like, like Joel, um, who's hunting with a, as part of a hunt club, the Blue Force Tracker could be an absolute game changer for that. So definitely um, go go and get yourself lined up with a Spartan Forge subscription. You won't regret it. And then also you shoot something amazing. You need it memorialized the right way. Don't settle for bad taxidermy. I've seen bad taxidermy all over the place already this year. And... Um, uh, it's, you know, if, if I had a, a, a bad shoulder mount, I would regret paying the money for it. And I would have wished that I just left it as a European mount. Don't have that be your situation. Go to a high quality taxidermist, go to old barn taxidermy. Old barn has been doing work for over 40 years. They do over 500 whitetail shoulder mounts every year. They do all manner of other species that can be hunted or trapped or or, or uh, fished for. Um, you can get it done and get it done the right way at Old Barn Taxidermy. Um, if you go, please tell them that the First Gen Hunter podcast sent you there, and that will help me out and will help them out. So definitely go and take your taxidermy work to the professionals, take it to Old Barn Taxidermy. And finally, it's so important to, you know, be prepared for the worst. We don't ever want the worst to happen. We don't want the unthinkable to happen, but sometimes it does. And the next best thing to it not happening is being prepared when it does happen. And uh, the best way to be prepared is to go to my medic and get yourself a, a high, as high a quality, and as relevant of, of tools and materials, med kits that exist, you're going to find them at my medic. You can search through their store and find the exact thing that you need. I recommend the, the MyFAC um, kits. I have what I think is equivalent to the MyFAC large. And uh, it just has so many good things in there for both 
in the back country, in the truck, and in the in the home. <clears throat> I guess both probably wasn't the right word there because I used three things instead of just two. But anyways, it's good for all those places. I'm so thankful that we have ours around us when we're in those pla- in those scenarios just in case. And heaven forbid anyone here listening in would need like a tourniquet or a bunch of uh, gauze or quick clot or, you know, uh, even a, I think they even have like a, a chest tube type of thing in there. Some pretty incredible equipment that could really make the difference in saving someone's or your own life. So go check that out. Use the promo code when you check, when you check out, if you buy something, use the promo code first gen 15, all one word. So lowercase F I R S T G E N the number 15, no spaces, and you'll save yourself 15% off that sale. I strongly recommend you go and take advantage of that. Uh, you'll be so glad to have the peace of mind that you got a good med kit um, in case you need it. So go in and use the link in these show notes and uh, track them down and get it done. But, well, thanks so much, guys. I hope this podcast helps you stay occupied getting through the off season. And don't worry. Deer season will be here before we know it, and you'll be rushing around to get prepared and everything else just because that's the way it goes. But... Let's try and be a little bit different this year. Let's try and be a little bit more ready for it and also have a bunch of other fun in the time that comes between each season. Well, thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. And until next time, take care and take someone hunting.